Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. The Lord will also allow us to go through some measure of pain in our lives in order to bring us up to a higher level, in order to bring us to the place where we believe in Him to a greater degree. And I'm telling you, your belief in Jesus, especially in these last days, is gonna make the difference between being a victim and being a victor. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Good evening, everybody, and welcome once again to another exciting Bible adventure right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're having a great time as you know, we've been in this series entitled The Miracle Man. Jesus is the miracle man, and we celebrate him tonight. In this series, we've been talking about the miracles of Jesus as recorded there in the book of John uh, in the Gospels. And we've been just having a phenomenal time. This is part number 12, and I think we're still going strong. Tonight, we're going to be in Luke chapter 11 talking about a very, very familiar uh, miracle. We're going to talk about Lazarus. And there's so much to this. It's just insane. It's just crazy. Uh, we thank the Holy Spirit for his uh, teaching ministry because God's showing us so very much in this text. So I thank you so much for, uh, for joining me on this ride. Now, if you're on YouTube, do us a favor at the conclusion of this video. If you found uh, that this video was helpful, then give us a thumbs up and leave a comment there if you like. That will help the video numbers to go up even higher. Those of you that are joining us on Roku, hello everybody. And also the radio television ministry, we say hello and welcome once again to yet another Bible study. Ready to get into it? I am too. Let's go. So, uh, Luke, the uh, rather John, <laughs> we're in the Gospel of John now. John, I hope I said John earlier. John, the 11th chapter. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. John, the 11th chapter. And there are how many glorious verses? 53 glorious verses. Uh, I can't say that we're going to go through all of them, but maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe this will be a part 30 or something. I don't know. But today is part 12 and we'll keep going and we'll see where we uh, end up. How about that? All right. So let's go ahead and do a little bit of reading here and then we'll go on further. John, the 11th chapter, and we're going to read. We'll start at verse number one and just keep on going and stop along the way. OK, here we go. So it says, now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister, Martha. Stop right there for a moment. Let's catch the scene. Let's catch the scenario. Who's sick? Lazarus is sick. All right, now the name Lazarus actually means uh, um, whom God loves. That's right, whom God loves. Lazarus is the one that God, God loves. Some translations have him, the name Lazarus, to also mean the poor man. My goodness. Um, yeah, it's going to happen all in here. Let's look further on down. And then it says that uh, he has two sisters, Mary and Martha. Well, the name Mary means their rebellion, their rebellion. And the name Martha means she was rebellious. All right. So 
When you're talking about a rebellion, that means someone is standing up um, against the status quo. Someone is standing up against a, a norm and bringing in something new. Well, Jesus is going to use both of these, uh, both of these sisters, Mary and Martha, to bring, and their brother Lazarus, to bring his glory forth and so the world can know who he is. The glory of God is about to be revealed through Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. This is phenomenal, okay? So again, Mary means their rebellion. And Martha, the name Martha means uh, she was rebellious. So some sort of way we already know in this scripture that God's going to use them to rebel or to come against some established norm. He's going to use them to come against um, some shield of darkness, some place of darkness, and bring in light. One thing we can say about the glory of God, it is light in the midst of darkness, light in the midst of chaos. So he's going to use them to do that. Now remember, Lazarus means whom God helps, whom God helps. So he's going to definitely need some help in this context, uh, in this context of scripture, and Jesus is here to give it to them. All right, so this is verse one. One more time, it says, now a certain man was sick, and of course, now that he's sick, he needs some help, right? Now, a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany. Now, oh, let me tell you that name, Bethany. The, the, the name Bethany means house of misery, and it also means house of dates. Uh, dates as in the, the kind that you eat, not, not the calendar. So he whom God helps and their rebellion, and she was rebellious, uh, that is uh, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, all living in this place of misery. And boy, it's about to get miserable up in here. Let's go on. All right, verse number two. It says, It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Verse three. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved, I love this statement. This is so wonderful. Look at verse 5. It says, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. The Bible makes it very clear. Now the ladies, the sisters told Jesus, Hey, Lord, he whom thou loves, remember Lazarus, you love him. He's sick. He is really sick. He's at the point of death. He's really sick. All right. So they've established, they know that Jesus loves their brother. Now the Bible says here in particular, now Jesus loved, he makes this very clear. Now this is so awesome. Mm, mm, mm. The Bible makes it very plain. Jesus loves Mary. He loves Martha and he loves Lazarus. Now, why is that important? Let's go on. Hang with me, okay? I'm so excited about the bus. I feel like an old refrigerator. I can't keep anything. <laughs> I'm telling you. So hold on. All right, let's go a little further. Verse 6 says, When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Now hold the phone for a minute. Jesus hears 
that Lazarus is sick and he stays in the same place. Shouldn't this read, oh, Jesus, do you remember Lazarus? The person you love, he's sick. And the Bible goes on and it should say what? And Jesus left immediately and went and healed Lazarus. Doesn't say that, does it? It says Jesus stayed right where he was for two days. He actually waited for Lazarus to die before he showed up. And we're going to find out why in just a few moments. Now, let me bring this to you. Why is it important to know that Jesus loved them? Because he loved them enough to allow them to go through pain, to allow Mary, Martha, and Lazarus to go through pain, uh, to go through pain in their lives so that they could see the glory of God resting upon Jesus. So they could see Jesus glorified. Seeing Jesus glorified was worth more than money, uh, was worth more than fame or riches. This was something that is without price. They're about to see Jesus in a way that they've never known him before. And actually, they're about to believe in him. But it's going to take a measure of their pain in order to bring them to the point that they can believe, that they can see. So the Bible says again, Jesus loved them. And because he loved them, he allowed them to go through this horrible pain. Oh, I know it doesn't sound right, but it is truth and it is the word of God. And I can tell you now, this, I mean, this whole thing really, uh, this miracle here really at times makes me uncomfortable because I know what it's saying here. But I know the deeper meaning in this because there is something of eternal value that he's that he's giving to Lazarus, Martha, Mary, and to all those that are around. And let me stop right here for a moment. The Lord will also allow us to go through some measure of pain in our lives in order to bring us up to a higher level, in order to bring us to the place where we believe in him to a greater degree. And I'm telling you, your belief in Jesus, especially in these last days, is going to make the difference between being a victim and being a victor, of being overcome and being an overcomer. I'm telling you, please hear me. As Jesus allows us to go through pain, and this life is pain, it is agony, and it can be torturous, but he will allow that to happen for a season in order to get something to you. Hear me. This is going to have a very happy ending. And let me tell you now, no matter what is going on in your life, my friend, there is a happy ending. We just got to wait on and believe and trust him for that. Now, there are a few other things that I want you to see as well. Can God trust you with this pain so that others might believe? Because that's what's happening here. He's trusting Mary, Martha, and Lazarus with this pain so that others, the other, in this context, the Jewish community will be able to see Jesus, not only as rabbi, but see him as Messiah, see him, see him as Lord and see him as savior, the son of God, the glory of God is about to rest on Jesus. And this would not have been the case if it weren't not for the pain that Lazarus, Mary and Martha were going through. Now, here's another thing too. Can you endure the pain and yet still believe in Jesus? Can you endure the pain of disappointment and yet still believe in Jesus? Can he trust you 
with this level of pain that this pain will not take you away from him. Now, this pain is profitable. It doesn't feel good, but it is profitable. It is profitable for Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And if you know this account, this is, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but this is about 53 glorious verses. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of verses here, and you can read the entire, it's actually longer than that. But he's about to trust them with this pain, knowing that this pain will not draw them away from him but actually draw him, draw them closer to him. And it's going to cause others to believe too. Oh, and I love this, this last observation here. Does your faith in Christ outweigh your logic and reasoning? Because that's what's going to be happening here too. They believed in Jesus. But there are some times that you can believe in Jesus for something and you don't know, you don't know why God is, you say, why is this happening to me? Why are you allowing this to happen to me? I'm going through all of this pain. I'm going through all of this struggle. And in the midst of this pandemic, I'm seeing friends die. Family members die. It's hard for me to pay the rent. It's, it's hard for me to pay the house note. All these things are happening at work and in my family. God, why are you allowing me to go through all of this? There's a reason for it. Is he doing it because he hates you? No. The father loves you. And listen, Jesus didn't make Lazarus sick. Grab a hold of that. He didn't make this pain, but he will use this pain for his glory. He will use this pain to promote them. He will use this pain in an effort to cause others to believe in Jesus. Isn't that something? He didn't cause uh, maybe the plant to close. I'm not sure what's going on in your life. He didn't cause you to become sick. He didn't cause relatives to act all crazy. He didn't cause the pandemic and all these other things that are going on. God doesn't cause that death and calamity. If he did, then we would see that really in the, in the, in the face of Jesus. Now, the Lord will allow things to happen. Of course he will. He will allow things to happen. But the Father is good. The Bible says that God is good. And because he is good, he will lead you into his goodness. So the Lord didn't cause this to happen. He didn't make it happen. He didn't make Lazarus sick, but he will surely use it for his glory to promote Mary, Martha, and Lazarus to the next level to show so the world can see who he really is and uh, so that they can believe in him. All right, you got that? So I'm praying for you tonight. My God, I know it's difficult going through. And this, as, as we read this again, you will see how Mary and Martha, really, they, they're frustrated with Christ. And you'll see this down further. They're aggravated with him. Why hasn't Jesus showed up? What's going on? What's happening here? They're frustrated with him. But they did not allow their frustration to derail their relationship with him. We're going to get into this. This is so powerful. But right now, I want you to know, no matter what you're going through, there is purpose in the pain. There's purpose in the pain. But don't blame God for the pain. You see, because if you blame God for the pain, and if he's responsible for the pain, and, and then the next breath you say, God, get me out of this. Well, if God calls the pain, why would he get you out of the pain? If he made you sick, then why are you praying that he would make you well? If it is God's will for you to be sick, 
then why are you praying for him to get you well? No, it's not God's will for you to be sick. That's why the Bible declares that it is by the stripes of Jesus that we were healed. Jesus paid a price for our healing on Calvary's cross. He paid a high price for your redemption, shedding his blood for you. God wants you to be healed, delivered, and set free. He wants you to be forgiven, and he has already made a way for your forgiveness through Jesus Christ. So no, let's not believe the, the tactics of the enemy. The Lord has good and perfect plans for you and I, but we're subject to the things in this life many times. Life will happen as they say in this world, trouble happens in this world, but you will overcome them all. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Let's read on a little bit further before we close out tonight. We're gonna have to go into another part. <laughs> this is thrilling. Let's go now to, uh, let's go back to verse number six. Verse six says, when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Verse seven. Then after, then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Hold on right there. We're going to hold on to this point here and stop it here. The last time they were, Jesus was there in town. Yeah, the Jews were going to stone him because he said that he was greater than Abraham. He made himself out to be equal with God. He said, before Abraham was, I am. And boy, I'm telling you, they wanted to stone Jesus for healing on the Sabbath day and just doing some, just doing, just doing his God work. So the disciples cautioned Jesus, hey, Lord, don't you remember? We know Lazarus is sick and all, but you're going to go at your own peril. Now grab a hold of this. This talks about the picture of the cross, the crucifixion, right? The disciples said, Jesus, if you go to save Lazarus, if you go to heal him, you go to cure him, they will kill you. They might kill you. But Jesus goes at his own peril. He knows what's going to happen. And listen, that's the mission that God the Father sent Jesus, to save the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16, right? Jesus knew the cost. He knew the peril. He knew what, what he would face. But listen, why did he go? The Bible is very clear because he loved Lazarus. He loved Martha and he loved Mary. Why did he give his life upon the cross? Because he loved you, my friend. This is why he knew the risk. He knew the risk and he came anyway to save you because he loves you. And that's where we're going to stop here tonight. Right here, we're stopping on one verse. We're stopping here on verse number eight tonight. I want you to know again, the Father wants you to know that he loves you and continue to hold your faith and trust in him. No matter what you see, no matter what you hear, no matter what's on the news, no matter what's on your social media feed, I want you to know that the Father has you. Continue to declare the blood of Jesus over yourself and over your family. Continue to take communion daily within your home or at least several times a week. Continue to declare Psalm 91 over yourself and over your family. Declare that God is good 
even in the midst of a global pandemic, even in the midst of horrible things happening, God is good. And you'll see, no matter uh, what has to happen, he will rescue you, he will save you, and he will deliver you. They don't call Jesus Savior for nothing. <laughs> the Bible doesn't say he's a savior for nothing. Saving is, what, is one of the things that Jesus does best, to hold your faith in God's unchanging hands. Amen? Oh, so awesome. Well, that's it for tonight. I pray that you are blessed. I cannot wait to get back into um, John once again on next week. And we're going to talk some more about Lazarus. We're going to talk more about his sisters and what happens here as our hero, the Lord Jesus saves the day once again. I want you to know that we are praying for you. And if I can uh, be of assistance to you, then go to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the contact button and leave us uh, your prayer request there. I'll be glad to pray with you. We have our prayer team here and we will pray with you. And I know that, that, that the Father will see you through. Well, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you. And so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. All right, bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.